0: Bedtime Bar Stories, on the spot, at the bar, impromptu, that's how we do. Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Bedtime Bar Stories, the grand opening of the Bedtime Bar Stories virtual bar. It's a place where it's always story o'clock, and where we can share our stories wherever we are until the day we can sit down and share a drink together in your hometown. Now, I've been to my fair share of opening nights over the years, although never as the owner before. So, I know a thing or two about what it takes to make a great one. You need, first of all, and most definitely, atmosphere. And with that, comes a little music. Last but not least, great entertainment. And who better to open the Bedtime Bar Stories Virtual Bar than my favorite comedian, the utterly fabulous Joe Barton. And guys, if you haven't noticed, the man literally has the word bar in his name. (laughs) And who has definitely opened for great comedy legends like Bill Burr and Lisa Lampanelli, as well as also headlining comedy clubs across the country and guess what you can catch his comedy special it's coming out on September 18th and it's on allthingscomedy.com and on YouTube and it's produced by Bill Burr himself so you guys should really check it out because it's going to be hilarious and don't forget guys every bar virtual or not has to have a great team and regulars will already be familiar with mine they already know them We got Kevin on security. Hey, what's up, Kevin? (laughs) We have Chad behind the bar. You know, he's rocking it back there. Probably sneaking a few blue moons on the side. (laughs) We definitely have Debbie the spy around here somewhere. She's probably down the street, hiding underneath a car somewhere, looking for her boyfriend. Who knows? no telling. And definitely Roz and Shannon. They're nowhere to be found. I don't know where they are, but whatever they're doing, I'm sure they're having a good time doing it. I'm sure their hands are quite full, no pun intended. (laughs) And finally, and some might say most importantly, you definitely need a stiff drink. Okay, let me try that again. Oh, okay. I guess I'll have to get my own then. (laughs) So what do you folks think? Do you like the bar? Okay. Good. You guys are so sweet. I love it. Thank you so much. Now bars, guys, even virtual ones are an expensive business too. So if you'd like to support what we're doing at Bedtime Bar Stories, then please put some bread in the Gina tip jar. (laughs) It truly would be appreciated. Of course. But anyway, if you want to find out how, you can always go and find the details at BedtimeBarStories.com. It'll Point you in the right direction. It'll point you right to my little tip jar. <laughs> so thank you guys in advance for that. Anything is definitely appreciated. So about that missing drink, because on bedtime bar stories, no story is complete without its own drink. So here's Joe on his favorite drink, not mine, but this is his take on a Manhattan, which is like his comedy, which is not for the faint-hearted. Speaking of cocktails, what is your favorite cocktail?
1: Probably a Manhattan, but the way I make them, I call them Big Apples.
0: Oh, really? How do you yeah, make them? I, just
1: get, I get a pint glass and just fill it almost all the way to the top with bourbon or rye, and then splash some sweet vermouth on top.
0: And the, And you call it the Big Apple?
1: Yeah, because Manhattans don't have enough liquor in them.
0: <laughs> OK, all I
1: can right. drink 25 Manhattans. I can only drink like five or six Big Apples.
0: Oh, that's too funny! So, what's your favorite uh, rye or bourbon?
1: Uh, well, you know, I really like Bullet Rye, and I really like Templeton Rye. Of the ones I buy for myself, there's so many great ones you can get. High end ones at you know at bars and stuff. I I like I like whiskeys. I like bourbons.
0: So now that we've got our drinks. Let's hear the story of how Joe and I met and his long and eventful history with bars, both personally and professionally. Now, as I've mentioned, Joe's comedy is not for the faint-hearted. He's a definitely no-holds-bar comic, and sometimes that's landed his butt in hot water, especially in his hedonistic younger days. So, if you don't like your comedy close to the bone, then it just might be time for you to just down that little drink and call it a night. (laughs) But if you like your comedy a little bit old school, like I do, and as strong as Joe's favorite bullet whiskey, and that is strong, take a seat and enjoy the show. So tell us a little bit, Joe, about how you started. What's, what made you want to get into comedy? Like, you know, what was your experience that made you decide this is what I want to do? The aha moment that this is it
1: um it's all i've ever really wanted to do i just always either wanted to be johnny carson or david letterman or dennis miller uh you know i just and rodney dangerfield i saw his his young comedian specials and i just i just always wanted to be a stand-up comedian and you know when i when i became an adult i mean i started bartending and working in bars when i was like 18 years old you know and um I just thought it was just easier to be on the other side of the bar. (laughs) If I'm entertaining drunks anyway, at least I don't have to pour, it doesn't have to hurt my back doing it, you know?
0: (laughs) That's too funny because there's some truth to that.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) The
0: other side of the bar. (laughs) It's a show all in itself. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. If I, if I can if I can entertain every, every, people and I can't move within four feet of my well, I should be able to entertain when I can walk around the stage. But no, I just always wanted to do it, and uh, I really caught the bug. I would say, my in high school, I we had a talent show, and I we did comedy sketches, like sketch comedy on it. And there's nothing like killing. And Gina, you know me. I've done every drug there is. There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing like killing on stage. It's the best drug there is. So I got a, I got a taste of that in high school, and that was it. I was I was hooked.
0: Wow! And you do so well. People love you on stage.
1: Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know- it's funny because I just a uh, 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 plug. I'll plug myself. Uh, it's the summer of Bartnick right now on all things comedy. And uh so they're putting clips out all uh, the next couple months to promote my big special that's coming out in the middle of September. And then you just see all the haters <laughs> you know, like this guy So like some some people might not like me as much as I'm glad you do, Gina, but some people Well, you know,
0: there's only one Joe Bartnick, you know? You they-
1: got that right.
0: <laughs> and that, oh wow. Well.
1: <laughs>
0: to be a hater.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. You know, it's always amazing how you meet people. I guess, you know, birds of a feather flock together, like good people meet other good people. I mean, the moment I met you, I knew way back when. God, where was that? Oh, at the Hard Rock. I knew that you and I were going to be friends.
1: I-, I knew before you. I'm like, Look at this cutie. <laughs> Remember, I called you back. I'm like, come over here. Like walking around.
0: What happened was you were on stage with Lisa Lampanelli, and I was there with a girlfriend of mine and after you left we, Lisa was okay but we were on the floor and we were like, you know what, and she's like you want to get a drink and I'm like yeah, let, let's go get a drink, let's take a minute away from this, <laughs> you know and we went to the bar and you were sitting at the bar and I walked up to you and I think I said, oh my god, you look just like the guy on stage, that was just on stage <laughs> <laughs> and you were like okay <laughs> for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was funny yeah it was a it was a good time and ever since then, we just hung out that night all of us hung out at the bar and we just had a good time
1: yeah lots of fun lots of fun that night and we've kept in touch and you're in Florida and every time i come to Florida we try to hang out we usually have a really fun time hanging out you exactly. know
0: exactly and i always bring people to see your show i think the last one we saw was in boca boca raton
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. There's some good ones and then there's some uh, so the next time I come back, we'll be doing all the good ones. (laughs) I put my foot down. I'm like, I'm not doing this one, that one, that one, the other thing.
0: I got you (laughs) 50
1: 50.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right. So I know you have some stories to tell me. I mean, I know you've got some funny ones. I know you've got some crazy ones. I know you got a whole (laughs) database a whole tank of (laughs) stories
1: you know it was funny when i was like 22 years old uh i used to all he would do was tell bar stories because i I was i've been in bars my whole life my my grandfather used to own bars way back in the day and then he wasn't so much a consultant but he was around all these bars because he retired early Uh, he was a um he was he he worked with the union after he gave up the bar business he was like the uh You know, he just like, you know, the the union rep. So uh, we always go around and see plays So it was funny because in in actuality, he he was like Norm at this place called the wagon wheel where no one sat in his seat ever. He'd come in exactly at four o'clock Monday through Friday. He'd be like, hey, Harry. Everyone called him Harry because he went bald like in 1930.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So they call him Harry. Yeah. He's like the original,
1: he's like the original, like the dude guy where he called everybody Harry because he just knew everybody, you know, I mean, he like the biggest funeral they said they've ever seen at this funeral home because he like oh. so many people came from everywhere because he knew, he knew an Italian in Pittsburgh who knew everybody, like he ran the bocce league, he was the union rep in the steel mills, and long story short, I guess the long stories longer, but <laughs> it, it was funny because he had his seat, we, had, we went to two different bars about every day, but every day of four, we're at the wagon wheel. For like okay. two or three drinks, then have to come home and cook dinner for my grandmother, who still worked from, from dark to dark. She'd leave in the dark. She'd come home in the dark.
0: Wow, that's old school. That's, that's yeah. how they did it. Yes, uh-huh.
1: exactly. Uh, so, but the other thing that made it like cheers to me was just to get me out of my grandfather's hair. I, the uh, this guy still in his mailman suit, like Cliff would go play the go play the shuf- shuffleboard bowling with me. Uh like just get me away from my grandfather for like a half hour just like yeah i'll take care of mary we'll go play and you know
0: oh that's funny (laughs) yeah so i've
1: I've literally been in bars like my whole life and i remember and and i went to Catholic school of course i went to Catholic school so i'm such a bad person
0: i wouldn't
1: that (laughs) uh i remember this nun going to me she goes uh she goes, you're you're gonna spend your whole life, you're just spend your whole life on our bar stool. And I'm thinking, well, what's wrong with that? You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she was right. I basically have, you know, uh, but uh, that was I, that, So that's how I kind of started in this business or in the bar. I, I've always it's helped me in life because I think when you're a little kid, and you learn how to size up people instantly. I always say I'm like a dog. Like I I can figure someone out in three seconds if I like right. it. right. And it's almost always been right i've almost always been right about right everybody. on point yeah like yeah. that person's not I, good I,
0: well people in the bar industry we've been around enough people where we, you know you can just tell you just know what to expect you just know who, what type of person are they a personality b personality <laughs> what are they are they a jerk you know
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you know i mean i just I, you know me i'm a dog person i got two dogs and dogs know people instantly i'm literally just like that though i think because i was you know Four years old, being in bars in Pittsburgh in the 70s, it's like you know you can sum people up pretty quick. You know pretty, you know instantly. You know, it's like, you know. these are bars too. They weren't like little like nightclubs, and there's no you know there was no blenders. You know,
0: <laughs> there's no table service. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. Bottle service is when no you fucked service. up. Someone gave you a bottle in the head. That was bottle service. <laughs> hey, you want bottle service? I'll give you. But here, here's the best though. So the was I forgot my lunch one day and uh, I'm like, I forgot my lunch. My girlfriend goes, don't worry about it. And then I was like, all day. I'm like, what's going to happen. And about 12 o'clock noon, uh, is this just tagging guy from the bar comes up and he, he, the nun's like, who, 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 the, who the hell are you? And he's like, I'm here to see, I'm here to see Joey. She's like, what?
0: Joey. And he, yeah.
1: And he brings in, he brings in a burger and fried cheeseburger and fries. Oh, it was that? the best. Yeah. Every, campus, everyone's then? like, yeah. Like, Everyone else just had peanut butter and jelly. I had a nice cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> never forget the guy. I'll never forget the guy. He's like, she's like, what? Yeah, he's right there. This is for you. He brought it over to me. It was great.
0: That is funny. <laughs> so now we've covered the backstory, and I think we can all agree, Joe has one hell of a backstory. <laughs> Here's the moment we've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. It's story time. First up. Why doesn't this surprise me? A cocaine car chase. No further introduction needed there.
1: (laughs) This will tie you into South Florida. You want to know the first time I did cocaine?
0: Uh, That would be an interesting story. (laughs) Okay. And how did you react on it?
1: (laughs) Um, I liked it.
0: (laughs) Many people say it was was nice. (laughs)
1: Okay, so go on. Do tell. <laughs> okay, so I'll back it up a minute. I was, you know how, I, I don't know, well, you grew up around Philly, so, um, you know, there's like when you're a kid. Well, when I was a kid in, in college school, all we dreamed about was moving to California. But when you're in, in a bar in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, most people are like, oh, I'm moving to Florida. I'm moving to Florida. I get drunk at 2 a.m. I'm moving to Florida. Well, one night, me and my buddy go, we're moving to Florida for no reason, really. Uh, but we thought about it. And then about a couple weeks later did some things kind of had to move to florida for a little bit
0: <laughs> <laughs> had to get out of dodge huh? a
1: little bit yeah a little bit <laughs> uh, yeah so so like we went down <laughs> so we went down and uh ended up uh, ended up uh, a guy helped us out he comes down and like about a week later and he gave us a bunch of money uh, but we went through that in, like, a day and a half without even using cocaine. We were just like, oh, my God, we got money. So that was gone. <laughs> he, he comes back. He, he comes back, like, two years ago. He goes, you went through all that already? We're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, God. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's funny, because I don't know if you anything about, about the card game Euchre. No.
0: Nope, but so. it's, a,
1: it's, a, it's a in, like, Pennsylvania and, in, and other places. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. And it's not even really for money, just for pride, and just for it ruins holidays, it ruins marriages, oh it ruined our place to stay because the uh, me and my buddy were staying with this other guy and his brother-in-law, and they got heated, and the guy pulled a gun on a on a euchre game for free.
0: Oh my god! Really?
1: So yeah. So it ends up that we just stayed after that. People would say, "Well, where'd you stay?" And it's like, "Well, we stayed up." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stayed
1: up. <laughs> yeah, because usually I was a good-looking kid. Usually you could just like meet some chicks at happy hour and go hang out with them for the night, and that's all we kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> and- so, and then I they, they probably still exist because in Fort Lauderdale. So then we would go. There's a I think it was called Summers on the Beach.
0: Oh my God, I remember Summers on the Beach. I think that was a rock and roll place. Yes, because I had friends that used to play bands there.
1: Well, it was from like four to six, all you can drink for 10 bucks. Oh, my God. And there was a buffet.
0: Oh, yeah. So you they call that cardboard pizza a buffet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a buffet. I mean, I think I might have had like, we, probably, I, we and so we, you know, it's 10 bucks again. So we were, you know, people. So we just give the guy $10 tip. No one else would give him 50 cents. They're all college kids. Right. So we would just get obliterated and uh, but then you had to drive home back to <laughs> oh i forgot we were staying in miami beach the art deco section
0: oh my god that's so far
1: and it's called south beach now that's because madonna went down and fucked everybody but it used to <laughs> go ahead it used to just be like a gay ghetto like it was like a hood but it was like every building was painted like pink and purple and
0: right right it, it was a nice good, time. yeah
1: it was a good place to disappear. So no, no no one's going down there from Pittsburgh looking for you. So, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so in the so that night we just you know are the usual just blind you know just plastered, and then it was storming. Oh god, storming like a South Florida rainstorm, and I guess the highway patrol or whatever you call the cops followed us from Fort Lauderdale to the JFK Causeway.
0: Oh my god, are you? Cuz
1: my buddy who was driving my car was doing like 105. Oh, lovely. <laughs> in in the rain. Oh my And when god. and when they pulled us over, they had guns out like they were like who the hell is going 110 to get away from us. And and uh and uh Robert in the infinite wisdom, he goes he goes to the cuff, he goes, he goes, you didn't he goes, you didn't see it. and we literally when we looked up just red, white, and blue behind the whole thing. There's a million cop cars behind us.
0: Oh They were like, yeah. what the hell are these guys? They knew yeah. you would come here.
1: <laughs> and 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 they go, uh and Hickey goes, Well when you're doing a hundred and five, you don't look behind you. Oh my god.
0: Did you get arrested?
1: So, 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 in the meantime, we're hey. living out of my car.
0: Oh, God.
1: Gets, so, it's a rain, so, it's a rainstorm. So, they're like, is there drugs in this car? Like this car? And we're like, no. Like, we're out of drugs. That's why we're driving up to Fort Lauderdale to get drunk. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. Like, if we
1: had drugs. But they, well, you know. We're
0: driving so fast. Yeah.
1: To get home. <laughs> and the drugs are at home. So we but they didn't believe us so they kind of took everything we owned and threw it on, a, on the causeway because oh we were living out of my car
0: both so of it us it was everything
1: it was kind of everything <laughs> and it was like it was like a monsoon so shit's just, just like blowing into the river or like a creek or whatever the hell it is a stream like the lake like the inner the coast intercoastal
0: you <laughs> mean just <laughs> a creek? it's a little bigger a than a creek
1: yeah I'm from Bismarck, it's a crick.
0: Yeah, it's a crick I know the crick up north, I know what a crick is.
1: Yeah, I was... Uh, <laughs> and so, and there's
0: crayfish in it, trust me.
1: <laughs> so we're doing that, so... So then, so they searched it, whatever, boom, not happen. you know, whatever, they threw a lot of stuff out, at least they didn't throw away, like, my CDs, um, but I ended up, you know, bringing, I don't know, I ended up selling them anyway, but anyway, yeah, whatever, They, they cuffed hickey took him away so
0: So where were you they cuffed him and didn't take you
1: i wasn't driving
0: okay well
1: yeah so then so then so then so they let me they let us drive i think my buddy ricky drove away he was in the back seat so i was plastic so ricky was one of the guys that was in the argument so we went back to regroup and we found out that it was like a it was we, we had to post bail mm. and go down to Dade Dade county jail. Okay.
0: So we got
1: no money. So we called at that at, when we left when I left Pittsburgh, we I'd been working at a couple of different establishments and a couple with a with some were owned partially by the Pittsburgh Pirates some, some players on the Pirates, okay, and, and some other some other guys with, with money we knew we'll save with money. So we rounded up a lot of money to pay his bail. Everyone wanted to chip in because everyone loved loved him and me. And it was just like, oh, we'll help these guys out. You know, oh. these guys are fucking nuts. They're down there, whatever they did. <laughs> where, where, where have they been for two weeks? Oh, they're down there. So got the money, got the money together. And? <laughs> and we had more <laughs> than enough money. So to celebrate, we bought a bunch of blow.
0: Of course you did. In Miami, get out of jail, you go buy blow.
1: Exactly. And that was the first time that I'd never done it, but that's how, that's how, not, not naive, but that's how much like I was just such a drinker and a pot smoker and just a, just a dude. I mean, a, just an oh Italian in Pittsburgh. Then, boom, I did it. And it was fun. But that was literally like the first time and it, it was cool. I did it didn't get addicted to it, but that was my, that's the first, the night of uh, his uh, DUI is also the, the first night I did cocaine.
0: Wow, how funny is that? <laughs> that's like, an interesting story
1: <laughs> i was so i was so i was still so drunk i'm pressing my nose up against the glass at dade county and and, and and he's in like the bin and i'm going like in the bullpen i'm going we got this for you we got this for you sure, no <laughs> yeah the cops all, like hit the glass like what and he's like what's your friend what's your? like we almost got arrested and get like pulled out of the driveway like oh. we were still drunk the whole time oh my I god mean, and it literally was like if he got pulled over like at six or seven, yeah, it was like four to six, probably like seven. I mean, we were back between getting 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 the money wired, and it's like kind of like a little blur to me because I don't exactly know.
0: You're saying you were drunk during during all this time getting money wired?
1: Yeah, Western
0: Union. Like,
1: like, yeah, like Ricky was handling the. I, I couldn't. I mean, my buddy would still be there. <laughs> <laughs> be like if he was served 20 years it'd be out by now like 35 years ago oh uh, yeah it was like 1990 when it was out. so uh, yeah it was 1990 it was 1990 um, but uh, yeah so anyway he, he he figured it all out that's what like, oh, we had this much we can go go. so we need to get all get all the money together then get him out it, it hit the blow get him out it was still like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning Which the morning
0: know, a.m. <laughs> yeah and so what'd you do, get him high? You got him out and then got him high?
1: Oh, yeah, hung out. It was gone like a couple hours, you know.
0: As the sun's rising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a great story. That's hilarious. Joe's first night of blow. Calls <laughs> the cop cars to Dade County Jail.
1: Yeah. The JFK oh. Causeway. The, oh, my the, 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 God, the
0: blowing off the... <laughs> a causeway and in the rain and a monsoon.
1: I just remember seeing that cop throw my favorite shirt and it just flew in the causeway. Oh, like, I love what that. about this? Oh, here's the here's the cap, right? We found like half a joint in the ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> like a month later, like, look at
0: this. It was in the car the whole time. <laughs> and they didn't even find it.
1: Didn't find it.
0: Well, that was a hell of a lucky escape and the stories only get crazier. Here's another story about a very different kind of lucky escape.
1: I had a show in Vegas, did the show, and some friends and some fans were like, hey, come, saw me walking through the casino, come drink with me. So I went and had a drink with this one group of people, and around the bar, these other people were like, hey, come drink with us. I go, I'll be right over there. And I'm standing there, and this hooker, was just like, well, are you gonna party? We gonna party? Why? Why do they know you? Who are you? And I'm like, can you get away from me? Like, yeah, I'm like, right? I'm like you're right. Well. bothering me, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then two other, and then, and, and, oh, and then two more come up like a group, of like two of them. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. So they, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing with these people. So I went around, and I went back, and I was just by myself. I was the, the, the bartender knew I was drinking, just bullet rise on the rocks
0: okay okay so i
1: then the like, governor oh, they're going to go play back i go you know the the, the fans like we'll buy you one more i'm like okay oh, one more i got oh, one more comes to me i take a sip of it now this then a new hooker comes but a new hooker comes up in between and she's like where are we gonna party we go back to your room blah 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 and i'm like we're not going anywhere. Like, ah, I'm, I'm oh I'm well. Yeah, But she's like, come on, when we go back to your room, when we go back to your room, when we go back to your room. And I'm like, never. So anyway, I get the drink and I start drinking it and it tasted like yes. that dishwashing fluid. Ooh. You know, you know, you bartend forever. You know, when this, when you clean the sink, like how it's just that, li- that little flavor. So I just thought it was that. Uh-huh. I don't know if he put it in or if the hooker put it in. You know what I, I mean? I think the bartender did. Because I just go, this doesn't taste right. He goes, oh, okay. I'll get you another one. So he probably figured out that I figured out it didn't taste right. I'm like, I thought it was the dishwasher. Why do
0: you think he was still do- Oh, maybe he was working with the hooker. And she was breaking him off something
1: at the end. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, Vegas.
0: wow. Mm.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, so then, you know, these guys are like, oh, so I finished my drink. And these guys are like, hey, we'll see you at the blackjack table. And I go, yeah, okay, cool. And I go, I go, I'm going to take a piss. I go to the bathroom, and I go, hey, I ain't meeting up with those guys. I'm going to go back to my room. Went back to my room, and I sat down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was it. I couldn't move my leg.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I couldn't move anything. And I just laid down, and I fell backwards. And that was it. And that was it. And I'm like, oh, man. Is it? Because that was... Right before, right, right before my back surgery, where they were saying you could go paralyzed. Remember when my legs would go dead? So, so I'm like, am I? Is this it? Am I paralyzed?
0: This was recent because you just yeah. This
1: was last summer. I'm like, is this it? Am I paralyzed? Like, am I? Is this? Do I only? Do I miss the Saturday show? And it was a lot of money. I'm like, is this? i So I'm like, ah. Uh, no, 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 I didn't even. So at first, I thought it was just ah, I'm just beat. Like I didn't, even, I didn't even put two and two together. I thought it was pair. I'm like ah, my back. I laid back. I woke up at like six a.m. Like ah, I still can't move. I got to piss. I don't know. And then I'm like, ah. then I woke up at like eight, and I'm like, man, I can't move. I got, I, I don't know if my tour manager or the maid is gonna find me, but I can't move. And you call I'm just, No, because my phone was, so oh. I figured either my tour manager was going to find me or the maid. Yeah. I just pissed myself because I couldn't move at like 10 or like nine. By like 10, 30, 11, I was like, oh, okay. I can move around a little I, bit. And ah. I see. And I see, like, my tour manager sent me a couple messages, like, "Hey, are you okay? Hey, we're gonna be at the pool." He's like, "I was gonna come find you in a half hour if we didn't hear it back," because I never missed the pool. You know, my tan, I like. <laughs> you in the pool and the beach? Yeah, yeah, you know me. So, yeah. and then, and then, so I can move. Like, I ended up being like, where I had no pain because that, that it was such a strong painkiller. Ended up drinking like eight margaritas in the sun and just had the best time with my friend's wife. I'm like, and she's like, "How's your back?" I'm like, "It feels great." And it was just, I was at the pool when it two and two snapped. I thought just my back, and it just, it just. I was going to see my friend's wife. She's like, "How was your night?" I go, "I was roofy," like it just hit me, like, and then every, and, and then my buddy, my security tour manager was like yeah man that's crazy, you know and everyone's just like yeah that's nuts like it finally snapped in and it wasn't my back like the first couple hours i thought it was like i just i just got a little baked a little drunk and the second half was like oh my back's messed up and then it was just like man i got drugged Uh,
0: and that's what happened when it comes near 10 11 o'clock you had to have known that yeah at that point something's not right oh my god you know that happened to me similar to that too but yeah you have no control good thing you went back to your room
1: by myself yeah by yourself i know
0: go back hanging out there in the casino or whatever with those people god only knows what would have happened
1: yeah if i mean if i yeah if i would have stayed it like and played blackjack i just would have fell off the chair i mean you know you know that's why she wanted me to get up to my room so fast so I would have been probably in a, in a hospital the next, you know, had. To, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have moved. I just wow. would have been knocked out.
0: How crazy is that? What a story. You're very lucky.
1: I know. And that's some really hardcore drugs. Because you figure the first time it didn't even affect me. That's <laughs> how much that was, you know. I'm lucky I didn't die, really.
0: You are lucky. Very lucky. And then you yeah. drink park as is what, three hours later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A sure. bunch
1: of them, and then my back hurt so bad that night because I was sitting crooked on this lawn chair. And the bunch, you know, <laughs> those long ones, you lay your feet out. Those are the worst for my back. But I'm sitting there having, knocking them back. The waitress and the cabana I had a great okay. time. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> I love it. Finally, a story of some heckling that got way out of hand. But pro that he is, Joe never let the mic drop.
1: Like the first time I ever. Some people have these stories where the first time they did stand-up, it was amazing. Like, the first six times I did stand-up, it was terrible. <laughs> but I just was too stupid to uh, not to quit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the seventh time I did, I remember it was in the day. It was a day show on a Sunday at, like, 5 in San Francisco. And the Niners were playing. So there were just, like, six people in this bar. But... It was amazing was they didn't even really have the game on, or maybe the game had just ended or something, because there, the Niner game was not important, because the worst things you want to hear anytime you're doing comedy in a bar is when someone either yells, no more pool, <laughs> which means the pool game's over, so that means all those people are pissed, or when they have to shut the TVs off. It's like, oh, we're shutting the TVs off. It's like, what? You know, it's the fourth quarter, it's the third period, or whatever going on. It's the worst, you, you know. That's why every city has the worst places to be. Like, you never want to do comedy in L.A. in the spring, because that means the Laker game dominates everything. In Pittsburgh, I literally book shows around when the Penguins are on. Like, you know, like, okay, don't have a show when the Penguins are playing that night. And no one ever does Sunday shows in Pittsburgh because Sundays are Steeler Sundays. Like, no one's going to be at the improv. So, Not a penguin. But my – but I just remember, just like kind of a bar story, I was on stage for my fifth or sixth time doing comedy, and the jukebox just started playing <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and there had maybe 10 people in the audience, I mean not even say audience, 10 people like nursing their beers at the bar. And yeah. they actually got pissed and they were mad that the jukebox came on. They're like, turn the jukebox off. We want to hear more of this guy. And that to me was like making it like, wow. I yeah. beat Huey Lewis in the news on the jukebox. <laughs>
0: So that was like gold. That was gold. (laughs) Nice. Awesome.
1: Now, uh, uh, a story of me on stage at a bar where it did not go so well was uh, there was an Irish bar in the, around Noe Valley in San Francisco that I ran. It's kind of a a rite of passage when you're uh, up and coming comic to run a show, to have your own show so you could book friends. And then they in turn book you in their shows. It's yeah. kind of like a way to, to socially climb up and professionally climb the ladder. So I had a show at this bar at Kennedy's for uh, it was a monthly show that was for going on for a year. And on the one-year anniversary show, we had maybe like 20, 30 people in the crowd and like, you know, six or seven comics. And then we had three guys at the bar that were just right off the boat. Irish guys.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> and this is before San Francisco was like, you know, dot com people. This was like there was really Irish people in San Francisco. There was real Irish guys from the boat, you know, laddies. Um, so they wouldn't be, so I'm like, they're going to be kind of a problem because they're just, you know, just kind of jerks. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go up. I usually would go at the end, but I go, I'll go at the beginning and I'll just kind of see what these guys are about. And then so to fill them up, so I go up and I'm doing pretty good, on stage, or whatever lack of a stage is pretty good in that area where the mic was. (laughs) And and they're just kind of mumbling, but it was not bad. So I go, uh, I look back to the comics and go, well, who wants to go first? And everyone shaking their head, no, no, doing like the like we're not no like incomplete pass, no, we're not going. (laughs) So I was like, well. Okay, uh, I guess I'll take one of the chin and we'll fill these guys out. So I nicely go, hey, um, you guys don't have to leave, but can you guys just going to keep down a little bit. Well, then they started, uh, you know, saying really mean things back to me, like calling me things I, wa- I, I wasn't even. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm Italian. They were calling me things I wasn't. But I didn't say anything like that. But then I said, no, seriously, guys. And then they said, well, why don't you go F yourself? so i go why don't you go blow up a department store
0: is that what you really said
1: that's exactly what i said i didn't know that actually like that day somebody did blow up a department store and like whatever killed some people in ireland so Mm -hmm. those three guys charged the stage and the one guy punched me
0: oh my god and
1: and it didn't do anything because i'm a tough kid so i go that's why your country will never be free because none of you people know how to fight.
0: Oh my god, that did it! That did it right. Yeah.
1: Did it. So, so then, <laughs> that really uh, so did. then they all jump. So then they all jumped in. One guy told me they punched me like three times. I still never dropped the mic. By then, like by then, like the whole crowd jumps in, and my whole thing was, I don't want to start a brawl and go to jail because I have my roommate's amp, and my roommate. <laughs> Is on the lease, it's her apartment, and she's like a 200 pounds big lesbian chick. Like she'll beat my ass. I'm more afraid of her than any of the long Irish guys.
0: I was gonna say than the guys in the bar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I, don't that's lose crazy. My, I don't know. I don't know lose my apartment and get and go to jail uh, and, and lose that amp. So then it got broken up and I, and those guys those guys left. And then the owner of the bar goes, uh and then my bar goes, those uh, no, those no. So then I go, uh, I, I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess there's no more show.
0: <laughs> and that's all, folks.
1: <laughs> and that's all. And then the next, and as I said, went down the punchline, told everyone, by then, like it was pre-internet, but by then, like the story went out, like oh, bar next, uh, uh, bar show had a brawl. By the time I get the punchline, it's like the story of the week in San Francisco comedy. All and right. then the owner Henry called me the next day, and goes, "Are we doing the show next month?" <laughs> I'm like, nah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's you right. know, because all the time he's like, he's like, oh, these guys are my regulars. It's like, yeah, but I bring 30 people at least every week here or every month here. You know, it was a it was a messed up situation. But my claim to fame is I never dropped the mic, even though I got punched three times.
0: Okay. All right. I know I keep saying one last question, but I do have one more question.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And that is, in your opinion, what makes a good bar? basically a good bar for you to drink in like what's it got to have what's the vibe what do you like i mean do you like a speakeasy type place do you like a loud like hockey
1: bar are you a a good bar um comfortable seats great bartender uh good ice you need good ice yes good ice tea uh Couple great. You gotta, you gotta have a couple great beers. You gotta have a couple. You gotta right. have like Miller High Life. You gotta have Miller High Life. Like that's a, a northern beer, though. That's northern. It's a national. It's a Miller High Life. It, yeah, but
0: Miller. Miller High Life. But that's where a lot of people are in those sports bars and the hockey bars, don't they? No, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but I mean, every
1: it's national. Millen's Mill, Miller. But I know it's Miller.
0: national. I'm just saying, I don't get a lot of call for it down here. Maybe oh. it's.
1: Well, a lot of people don't even have it. That's why it's—it's it's like it's coming back. But um, you need a good Guinness tap. You Need a good Guinness tap.
0: Guinness, I can believe.
1: Uh, you need good TVs. You need you, and you need a really good jukebox.
0: Well, that's it. Opening night is over and what a night it's been. Usually I'd say you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But hey, it's opening night and there's always an after party when Joe's bald. Speaking of after parties, if you're looking to relieve your opening night hangover, then you know what to do. Remember to keep that anti-elixir handy. It's the perfect hangover solution when the last night was a hell of a story. (laughs) And remember our competition. Don't forget that. If you have a great hangover story, a hangover horror story to share with us, you could win a case of anti-elixir and a chance to appear on the show. Just get in touch with us on Instagram at Bedtime Bar Stories. It's a wrap. So that's all for now, folks. (laughs) We'll be taking a short summer break just to let you know because this girl's got to eat gotta pour some drinks, gotta sling some drinks over the summer, but the story hunt will never stop and we'll be back soon. So stay tuned.